Welcome to Coworking Out Loud, where we explore the deeper side of coworking, content, and community. I'm your host, Kat Johnson. Hey friends, in this episode, I'm talking to Alicia Hendley, who is an AV professional, a creator, a video rock star, a huge inspiration for me, and just one of my favorite humans. And we talk all about content, being brave on video, getting yourself hyped up, uh, working through sucking at something until you become good at it, and so much more. I really love this conversation, and I hope you do too. Welcome to Coworking Out Loud, Alicia. I am stoked to have you here. <laughs> same, same. Like I said, it's been a long time coming, and I'm I'm happy to be here with you, Kat. It, I'm so happy. It's been a long time, and we're on kind of a parallel entrepreneurial thing. It's been cool to support each other and watch each other. And the crazy thing is we met through Twitter. Still have yet to meet in real life. It doesn't feel that way, but it's true. <laughs> it's true, and we went, we quickly jumped from Twitter to LinkedIn and Instagram, jumped on a yep. call. I, I love those connections where you're kind of like, they seem cool. And then before you know it, you're like collaborating and supporting each other and everything. Very cool. No better way. No better way to do it. Yeah. So you're an AV professional broadly, but tell me what you're up to these days. I need to get current with you. Okay, let's get current. Let's see what we need to get current on. Uh, of course, lots of events taking place, right? The events are coming back. People are getting out. We're shaking hands. We're hugging. We're kissing babies. Doing the whole thing. So lots of <laughs> lots of events taking place uh, since the top of the year. Um, I'm very happy to get back into those because that was a, a large part of my work is just going out and networking people, genuinely connecting with people. So there's been a ton of events. Uh, actually, the biggest one of the year for my industry is coming up in like 15 days. And I can't believe how fast this year has blown by. So uh, definitely getting out networking, doing some events, having some fun, doing a little dancing, you know, I do it. Um, so it's all good stuff. Um, I also switch jobs, as you know, I do freelance, but I also have a full-time job as well, which is very, um, entwined with what I do on the freelance side as well, right? They go they go hand in hand. Uh, so I work in the AV industry as well, still on the nine to five side. And I joined a new company called Sennheiser. Uh, some may be familiar, some may not, but it's a microphone company. And uh, it's a beautiful Sennheiser mic right here. Nice, nice, nice. And it's funny because when you go to events, you're networking and connecting, but you're also working. You are oh yeah, doing all kinds of creator content and sponsor stuff. Like for people who aren't familiar with you, will you just give us the nutshell of what that looks like for your work? Yeah, so uh, a lot of people know me for the content creation side of what I do, absolutely. So I guess what I do is I represent a lot of brands and I create creative content for them to uh, reach out to B2B. Most of the companies I work with are B2B. And as you know, that's extremely unique, right? It's not like you're marketing or talking to directly to a consumer. So to do something different and get different results, you got to put out something a little different. And uh, what I'm doing is creating content for brands to stand out above the noise um, and working with me and alongside of the companies that I am very passionate about. Uh, we've done that together over the years and we continue to grow and grow and grow and help get those stories out. So long story short, I help brands tell unique and engaging stories. I love it. And you do it so well. I think the thing that 
So as you know, this show is a deep dive into co-working content and community. And Mm -hmm. the content and community piece is just like right down your alley here. And the thing that I love so much is that you bring so much of yourself to your work, like where regardless of the event or the brand or the person or whatever, you're there showing up as yourself. And I know from my own trial and experiments and all that, it's hard. It's hard to like flip a switch and be like, okay, I'm here doing this thing and whatever. So let's jump right into like, how do you do that? And knowing that a lot of co-working space operators and community Mm -hmm. builders are here, so like, what kind of tips do you have for them to kind of flip that switch and be like, okay, now we're making a video. So the switch is more of like a slow roll, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I always start with, whether it's the day of an event, you got to get that playlist going, right? Whatever gets you juiced up. For me, it's playlist, right? Some people it's yoga, some people it's a walk in the park, whatever it is, do that thing that makes you feel most confident within yourself. Uh, the next thing is, all right, make sure I know what I'm wearing. A lot of people say, yo, these suits are crazy, Alicia. You got a yellow suit. You got a pink suit. Yeah, I got every color <laughs> suit, right? Because when you look good, you feel good. Yeah. It exudes that energy and personality, um, and everybody in a room can feel it, right? Uh, in my industry, it's no secret when I walk into the room, there's not many people that look like me. One, because it's a very male-dominated industry. Uh, two, is very low diversity. So I use that to leverage. Mm. Uh, honestly, I started harnessing it, right? I used to run away from it. Yeah. I actually started harnessing it and putting it into this little ball of swag so I could feel confident. So find what makes you confident, right? Start that day off doing what you love, what gets you in a great headspace and a positive energy flowing. Then get some nice swaggy stuff, whatever your swag is, even if it's all black, right? That's you. I don't care. And other people are going to feel it when you show up as yourself or the best version of yourself in your own mind, right? Uh, so it's, 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 it's a two-part thing. So that's before the show, right? On my way to the show, I'm, I'm pumping up that playlist again. And when I'm there, that's when there's more of like a, a switch. Like, all right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Game on, Right. I always have a strategy. Who are the five people I want to connect with at this event, right? Um, Maybe it's something I saw on Twitter, but I saw five people engaging on there, and they seem really cool. All right, awesome. I know I'm going to walk into that room and try and find those five people as fast as I can. And then when you start talking to people, it's like like people start hovering around you. You get the drinks. You get your water flowing. You get your meats and cheese going. You know, it it becomes something that's a little bit more... Um, digestible than like something that's oh my god I'm too scared to be in here and work this you know what I mean that kind of changes the game when you go in with a game plan yeah the prep is so important even at co-working conferences I always know like I set intentions before I go because Mm -hmm. once I'm there it's so easy to just get like in the hustle and bustle and plans and this and that and the other but um ball of swag I love that and also, yeah. who are a Ball few swag. of your go-to playlists? Because I for sure use music in that way. So who are your, some of your go-tos? Uh, definitely got to get my Sam Smith going, right? Okay. Um, Dua Lipa is always a good yep. one, too. Um, Beyonce, depending on the day, she's always uh, my hype lady. <laughs> um, and then uh, DJ Snake, any kind of DJ Snake playlist is really a um, good one to get the blood flowing. Um, and then sometimes if I'm, it depends on the mood I'm in, right? If I, if I'm giving a presentation, 
then that's kind of a different mode yeah. than just going in and be like, hey, I'm going to shake some hands. So if I'm giving a presentation, nine times out of ten, I'm throwing on some Jay-Z, uh, some Nipsey Hustle, like getting into a real, like, uh, high-level of excellence mindset. Oh, I right? was, like, Somebody taking over the world mindset. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Somebody <laughs> who's really dropping some gems on me, right, giving me some hard bars to be like, yeah, yep. I got this. So, um yeah, the playlist vary for sure. <laughs> I love it. I have a cat's favorite playlist and there's like 300 songs on it. I'm like, I think I might need to like trim it, but they're all the ones that I love Break it down. every Break it time. Down. Yeah. So um, thinking about people who are like, for instance, I reached out to a few people in the lab and asked them to make vertical videos. And I know for mm. some of them, that's like, oh God, just like doing a short thing. So the thing I appreciate so much about your videos is you're just very there. You're like fun and authentic and doing the thing. So in that moment of like you hit record, what, mm -hmm. how do you maintain that thing of like, I'm just showing up instead of like, Oh God, now I'm recording. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, there was a point in my career where I was recording myself. And that was where it was like, oh, my gosh, I'm recording. I got to stop freaking out right now. You know, and it was it was a little difference. Honestly, it's working through those struggles and building because um, now when I do it, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm recording, but I'm doing the same thing. All right. Oh, somebody's recording me, but I'm just being natural at that point. So there is a slow progression. I think I've sent you a few of my old videos like, oh, <laughs> yeah. gosh, what am I? Why am I even doing this? It's so bad. But honestly, it's a slow progression to being comfortable in the room. Once you become more comfortable in different rooms, then you become more comfortable on camera. You become more comfortable within yourself. You become more confident mm -hmm. like in that it grows. It's not an overnight thing. My first presentation was so horrible. I was like, I don't even know who I am right now. <laughs> right? I had to do like some self-reflection and be like, this isn't for me. But whatever. I got very comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And then that's when I found my I don't know, like my mojo, my little yep. swag going on, right? Yep. And and uh, it's something that, that's why I say when you say flip of a switch, it's not really a flip of a switch. Maybe mm -hmm. now it is today, but it wasn't always like that. And uh, honestly, I should create a blooper reel so everybody can see just how much crap I do <laughs> behind <Yeah>. the camera <laughs> before it is actually published because it's not like a one-take thing. Right. Like everybody always probably thinks like, no, there's there's levels and it still happens today to where I say the wrong words or say the wrong name. I'm very bad with names and I'm supposed to be a person who interviews people at these <laughs> events, you know? So it's like, get it together, right? There's still a lot that I have to work on. Um, but also I've just now got com comfortable watching my own, con on my own content mm -hmm. about a, a year ago. Like I used to not even watch it. I would just put it out and be like, all right, it's going to do what it does. Right Now it's like, all right, it's time to level up again. How can we make this better? You have to listen to yourself. You have to watch yourself, see what you like, what you don't like. Um, I also am very inspired by other people. I, I watch a lot of content, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't think anything any of us are doing is reinventing the wheel, right? There's a lot of co-working spaces, but we're all just putting our, you know, our own rims on the wheels pretty much yeah, to make them unique in our own, in their own ways. So that's exactly what I do when I go to an event too. Well, and that it's like getting more and more important to have your own rims, right? Because yeah. it used to be a big deal that a co-working space existed and now it's just like this explosion. But yeah. you spoke to something that's like 
the hardest truth about creating and maybe even about life is like you have to be willing to suck for a little bit, whether it's writing, video, teaching, speaking, like you have to, like, there's no way around that. There's no way around it. There's no way around it. You can't study it. Yeah. Social media has prepped us kind of for that, right? We want those overnight successes and, um, you know, it's, it's the long game. When you learn how to play the long game, you just have to get started. Then you're like, okay, this is a long game. And you look at it step by step by step and you look up and you're like, man, I've come so far, you know, like I see my, I I have started to start taking time out of my day to just stop and pause and realize how far I've come when I get in moments of frustration, like, oh man, you didn't do so good on that. Or, oh, you didn't, that could have been a lot better. Or when I'm super picky about certain things, my video guy's like, you're the only person who sees that. I'm like, no, I'm not. I can't be right. But also like, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, Honestly, over the last few years, I've been really focused on allowing myself grace. Yeah. And that's how I've given my, you know, given myself an opportunity to become better. I mean, that's where the magic is, too, when you like yeah. dial it back a little bit. I read like this reflection this morning. It was like, stop treating yourself like a pack mule. Just like, go, go farther, farther, go farther. It's like, oh, I'm so guilty of that where I forget to look up and be like, okay, like, be grateful for everything that's happened then reassess yep. and be like okay where where are we going today or this week or this year or whatever but it's easy to lose track of it in like the entrepreneurial kind of push push yeah. push especially if you if you have you know we all have our own set of personal goals of where we want to be what we want our spaces to look like what we want to sound like what we want our videos to look and feel like right because we see so much and consume it so much online but you know you gotta you gotta let it inspire you, but don't let it hinder you from getting started or progressing along the ways. Yep. I think that gap of learning paralyzes a lot of people. That's why people who are actually creating pretty quickly stand out because most people mm-hmm. don't like just taking that brave act of putting yourself out there. Like there's stuff that I look at. I'm like, Oh my God, I look crazy. Like, well, it's terrible, you know, but and we think you look great. And we think you look great. It's just all these touch points, all these touch points where people get to know us a little bit better. Like if you were only writing, I feel like I would pick up some stuff, but like seeing you in your mm-hmm. environment, talking to people in your colorful suits, doing your thing, it makes an instant connection where I'm like, oh, yeah, she yeah. looks rad. It's a revolving door of content, right? Like, don't get me wrong. I have a, a, a monthly column in a in a print magazine. Yes, AV still has print, right? believe it or not, right? People still physically get print magazines sent to the house. Yeah, you'll see my column in there, right? And then you're going to see my videos. And then you're going to see me on LinkedIn. You're going to see me on Twitter. Then you know what? And a few weeks later, we're going to meet at the conference. And it was going to be a great interaction. And you know what? Okay, I'm going to put that in my video so you feel connected to me, right? That's how we continue to build community. Like, just honestly, just making genuine connections. And then showing that love back to the people who show love to you at the show. That's a perfect segue into what I wanted to talk with you about next is the community piece of what you do, because I'm of the mindset that everybody should be building 
brand, building community around their brand. And here we have right. an industry like the AV profession, like microphones and yeah. a whole bunch of things most of us don't understand. And yet there's a massive community that's not only at events, but they're like reading and writing with and for each other. And I'm sure you have different platforms. I know on social, you're very engaged. There's a rich community there. So tell me mm -hmm. about the community piece of your work within the AV industry, because I think it's a great example of like community and brand community is not just for co-working spaces. It's like everyone yeah. can be doing this. Right, right. As I was building my brand, it was all about climbing the ladder, to be honest with you. I was like, man, I'm going up against these guys that got degrees and all of this stuff, right? Like, this is challenging. How do I put myself out there if, I, if I'm if i already 10 steps behind? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to build this brand and everybody's going to know who I am. And then slowly I'm getting into the industry and I realized, man, these people are awesome. Whether I build, you know, climb up the executive ladder or not, we're, ha we, you know, we're building actual friendships now. Um, we're helping each other gain traction within the industry. And I was like, okay, this is becoming a lot bigger than a career path mm -hmm. or a single brand, right? This is something um, that people actually feel. And that's what it is about for me, for the community is like, all right, when I started putting my passion into the content I was creating, people started feeling it, right? And when people feel something, they connect to that. And then that's how it kept building. I was like, all right, if I can keep making people feel something, if I can keep inspiring people and just putting love into the world, which is something that I just feel we all need to do, right? It's yep. just so much crap going on. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to put some love and fun into the content that I create. I'm going to be extremely genuine. And that's how the community was built. Just simply building a foundation off of my personal pillars and morals. Right. And I think that's how everybody has to go about it. A brand is a brand. Yes. Coke is Coke. Right. Uh, the public grocery store is a public grocery store. Right. But when they put out those ads that pull out our heartstrings, that's something a little different. That's something maybe that maybe I'll drink that Coke because <laughs> of a commercial that I saw. Right. Like it's it's something different. Like on Mother's Day, the grocery store here is called Publix and they had like this Mother's Day thing and it. Man, it just broke me down. Mm. Next thing I know, I was, you know, I was crying. I was like, this is a beautiful community they're building around wow. this, right? But you have to make people feel. You have to be passionate about what you're doing. And uh, that that's how I built the community, right? Engaging with people, meeting them where they're at, uh, just being open and honest and exuding passion. I think there's a temptation to only put out, like, polished, perfect stuff. But that mm -hmm. stuff, it doesn't give people any way to relate like over and over yeah. again, the stuff I put out that just goes wild is the stuff where I'm super real and super vulnerable about what's going on. And that's when people, whether like young people or executives are like, thanks cat. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. I, I had, let me tell you about this experience I had or whatever, like part of yeah. putting ourselves out there. And it's like a, everyday kind of practice to just like trust who we are trust that that's enough yeah. right in Especially content and events or yeah. whatever but the more we do that the, it it gives people a way to connect whereas like a kind of spit polished thing there's just nothing there it's true, and especially your your community, right? Co-working spaces, right? There's hundreds of thousands of co-working spaces. I could probably Google a co-working space on my phone, and maybe five to ten will pop up, right? So your community is what makes you unique. It is what makes your brand. 
right? It's what attracts your tribe directly to you. Because if you have community, I understand your morals. I understand your values. I understand your wants, your needs, your pain points. I understand your vulnerability. And that's what might make me choose you because it builds trust with me over some random big name brand, right? Out there that anybody can go to any time of day and just sign up for for 20 bucks. I want to make sure everybody just heard that (laughs) because it's so important. And I always say, like, you can't outspend the big brands, but you can out content them. You can out like being real and making sure that when you pick up your phone and you're flipping through the five co-working spaces that are within your vicinity, that one of them, you're like, what's that? That looks cool. And clicks through, you know, click through and check that out a little bit deeper. Like that's the crucial piece is yeah. That moment right there. Anybody could buy a desk right what makes me want to come and connect to your community right is it the is it the people that are there in the space utilizing it oh we have similar interests maybe we can do business together is it the food that's there maybe i'm a foodie and i'm gonna be there 18 hours a day and i need to eat some good is it you know there's all different kinds of things do you have events that cater to things that i'm trying to build within my own company and my own brand that cater to me there's so many like nuggets of stuff that you can do to stand out from a brand perspective and that's why it's important to create the content and also build the community within that content yep and let me get your pro perspective here um if you had a co-working space how would you be using video whether social youtube whatever like what what would you start with Oh, well, of course, I'm a techie. So I'm highlighting I'm highlighting any piece of cool tech that we got, even if it's the simplest thing like, hey, you might not know how to work Zoom. We have technicians here to help you with that. (laughs) Or we have people on our team that can help you with that. Right. Mm -hmm. So that that would be my first standpoint is show me how you help me get my work and my job done. Right. Because I said anybody could buy a desk. How does this space enhance what I'm doing? That's what I want to see. Uh, so with video, I want to see your people. I want to see your space. Is it clean? Is it sleek? Is it modern? I'm very modern, chicy kind of girl, right? <laughs> I want to, I want to have all the feels, right? I want their plants, you know. Yeah. Um, are there events going on here? All of those questions should be answered within video. I love it, um, Alicia. What have we stepped over? What should we talk about before we jump out? I mean, what's something that you, I've seen you go into more events, but is that something that all co-working spaces do to kind of bring in, bring in more people, bring in more community? Is that where you feel people should be mm. utilizing video more? I've seen you start doing it too, Kat. I saw you at an event working and I was like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So is that something that's very important to the community overall? Like if I owned a co-working space, is it a must that I throw events? I don't know if I would go so far as to say a must because some spaces like they don't have the capacity. It's like one person doing Mm -hmm. all the things. They don't have the space. It might be really small. And if you can, absolutely 100% because that moment where people are looking at your space, looking to see the events, looking to see who shows up, events can also express your vision for the community, your values, the vibe, like it's such yeah. an immediate way to see who's there. People can self-select immediately of like, oh, that's not going to be my thing. Or else yeah. like, oh, what is this? Right. So I think I think the programming is a huge part of it. And it doesn't have to be big events. Like it can just be lunch and learns and workshops. Fish. And yeah. 
just like ask your members to share some things, invite the public. Like there's a huge opportunity to differentiate with events. Yeah. And testimonials are huge. I think in, a, in any industry, right? If there is a person that keeps coming back to your spot over and over and over again, connect with them. Even if they're the one consistent member within the month, okay, let's find a way to deeper connect with them. It's kind of like on social media when it's like, oh man, my cousin is just the only person who's liking my post. Yeah. Okay, well, show some love. To, show some love to your cousin, because one day, you know what? It's going to be hundreds of thousands of people, and you have to start somewhere with that level of, of engagement. So, hey, connect with those members that are faithfully there. Get them on some video. See if they'll be comfortable. If they're not comfortable with video, start with a picture. Pictures are just as valuable. A lot of people always back and forth. Should I make a video? Should I make a picture? Start with a picture. Do what you're comfortable with. Oh, they don't want to be in a picture. Maybe you do a voice note, right? Turn it into a graphic. Put some put a, a wave over the graphic, and that's still a form of a testimonial. Video is not the only form of content, even though it has traction of being, you know, most engaging because people want to see you. But you got to start somewhere, and there's a lot of different ways to start. But utilize the people that are in the seats daily. That appreciation for the early people is so good. It's so true. You gotta show them some love. Yeah. I remember years ago, um, it was when you would see a lot of like little pop-ups that said like, you know, 80,000 people are on my list, 200,000 people are on my list, like all these huge numbers. And at the time I had like 273 members on my email mm -hmm. list. And I was like, oh, this is, you know, so few, blah, blah, blah. I have to grow up, blah, blah, blah. And um, I actually, in a moment of truth, I drew out a circle for all those people. And I'm like, every single one of those people is someone who said, yeah, send me your thoughts when you have them. And looking yep. at them all together, I was like, that's a lot of people, even though it was, you know, yes, a smallish number. And it's like, my list is like 10 times that size now. But I remember that moment of like, stop, like each person in there has given you permission to talk to them. Like that's mm -hmm. no small thing at all. Exactly, exactly. We all start somewhere, and I mean, small to who, right? You might have this dream of a hundred thousand followers, or you know, whatever the case is. But two hundred seventy-five people have legit said, "Hey, I want to hear from you." That's huge. Right. Like that's unmatched, right? Like a lot of people don't even start to get to that point. So leverage the early birds. Leverage those people who have been supporting you from the start. Um, because they are going to be the people in your community that attract the rest of your tribe to up those numbers and engage and come and hang out and do mixers and events and just actually get in there and co-work. So true. So good. Um, Alicia, where can people learn more about you, connect with you, get in a little bit more? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you want to connect with me, on all the platforms, it's at the Smooth Factor. Yes, I know. It's oh a yeah, the Smooth name, Factor. But nobody else has it, so you type in the Smooth Factor, you will find me in some form or fashion on the Googles. Um, even my website is thesmoothfactor.com. I remember when we first connected on social, I was like, "What is this Smooth Factor? Who's this person? What is all this about?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. down the wormhole. I love it. Yeah, exactly. So get down the wormhole, reach out to me if you have any questions. Yes, I am an AV, but I think what I do as far as creating content and building community and engaging with people, that's beyond any industry. So I'm always happy to help. So don't hesitate to reach out. I love it, Alicia. It is an absolute joy. I'm thrilled we found each other, became fast friends. And um, 
let's chat again soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kat. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to Coworking Out Loud. Head over to catjohnson.co to sign up for the next Coworking Convo, to join the lab, our club for indie coworking space operators, to catch up on blog posts and Coworking Out Loud episodes and everything else. See you soon.